Welcome to Up an Octave, a podcast by Sonivia. I'm your host, Ruth Spence, founder of Sonivia, the podcast management agency that helps women and non-binary people take up space in podcasting. Up an Octave is here to support you in your podcasting journey, from how to market yourself, how to sound great, how to edit for your specific voice, and how to make your podcast feel like magic. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Up an Octave. Today, I am talking about the relationship that AI can have with your podcast. AI is, of course, all the rage right now, and it seems like every content creator is using it. And now it seems like all platforms are offering some kind of AI integration. So what makes sense for your podcast? What do I personally use? Let's dive into it. I'm a big fan of using AI for idea generation. Sometimes when you're deeply involved in your niche, it can be really easy to forget what people who have less experience or no experience in your niche might not know. Like for me, I spend so much time in the world of podcasts that I forget that maybe people aren't familiar with like what an RSS feed is. So sometimes I'll use AI like ChatGPT to generate some thoughts about, tell me something that people are curious about podcasting and that generates ideas for me. So I'll use like ChatGPT as my favorite and I'll use it to generate episode ideas and then ask for ideas that are within specific episode topics that I want to cover. So if I know that I'm going to do an episode about vocal strain, that's when it's coming up. As you can hear, I'm a little vocal strained right now. I know what I usually do, what works for me, but then I will input it into ChatGPT to see if there's anything that maybe I'm forgetting and I'll let it jog my memory. I also use AI to solve the question, what if I run out of topics? This is a question that I hear from so many new podcasters. Oh, I'd love to, but I just don't know what I would talk about week after week after week. My niche is, you know, really limited or whatever the case may be. And I think that's usually a confidence thing that the more comfortable you get with speaking, with podcasting, you just find new things to talk about as you chase your curiosity. But it's super common when you're first starting out to not know what to talk about week after week. So when I was actually in the process of starting this show, I wanted to make sure that I had months of content, at least planned out, because sometimes for me, the planning part is the part that is the most intimidating, especially because I'm just the tiniest bit busy with running a business, being a wife, mom to a busy toddler, planning a cross-country move. I knew that adding this podcast to all of that would have to be done in a very intentional way. That's why I, I don't think that you have to carve out a whole lot of time to make a podcast. I think that ideally it should give you time back in a lot of ways, but you do have to carve out that time very purposefully. So because of all this, I prompted ChatGPT to give me 100 episode ideas for a podcast about podcasting, which is my niche. Now, that doesn't mean that because I got 100 prompts, I have about two years of content planned out. Out of those 100 ideas, there were like 30 something that I actually wanted to talk about or feel qualified to talk about. But those 100 ideas, even the bad ones, still got my wheels turning and helped me get into that kind of creative brainstorming mindset. In addition to planning, I use AI to help me figure out how to word things. 
This can be another issue for people who spend so much time deeply in their niche. You kind of forget how to talk about things in layman's terms. You know, if I'm just rattling off, oh yeah, you need a dynamic microphone. I sometimes forget that if you're new to podcasting, you're like, hold on, what the heck is a dynamic microphone? What the heck is a condenser microphone? So it sort of helps me to slow down and unpack things to make sure that I'm not getting too niche specific. Now, I don't ethically believe that you should just drag and drop and read a script from AI that is generated for you. A, because a lot of times this is content that is being stolen. And B, when it's not stolen, it sounds like AI. It still has that very like clunky kind of robotic sound. No one talks like that. And especially if you are your own brand, you want your podcast to be in your voice. So if you're using a script that was especially written by AI, it's not going to sound authentic and like you. In addition to ideas and brainstorming, I do like to use AI for transcription. Typically, when I'm transcribing audio or making an audiogram, I'll use Descript. Now, this is definitely not sponsored because I'm actually here to tell you that I don't like Descript that much. And I'm always someone who likes to speak from experience and try everything that I'm actually talking about. So I've given Descript a chance and it just feels wicked clunky to me. Like to the point that their team has reached out to me to troubleshoot. I've had some issues with their software. It feels slow and kind of bogged down. I know a lot of people really like using Descript as their editor, as their post-production suite. Shout out to Amanda Branson, who just launched Professional Life Crisis. She's one of my DIY podcast launch clients who is killing it right now. And she loves Descript. So I'm definitely not here to yuck anybody's yum, but I just find that I like to have more of my hands in the pie with my post-production process. But if you're someone who is kind of overwhelmed by the idea of editing or post-production feels a little out of reach for you right now, I think Descript can be great. If it's something that's working for you, absolutely use it. Just because it's not my favorite doesn't mean it's not awesome. I also think that AI can be really helpful for your marketing. So asking like ChatGPT again, that's really my sweet spot for AI. Asking it to generate you copy can be a very helpful starting point for like your Instagram reels or anything that you're doing with repurposing. You can generate, I'm talking about this on my podcast this week, please generate post ideas for Instagram or for LinkedIn. And this obviously does not replace a copywriter. So if you are in a place where you can hire a copywriter, that's excellent. If you're not, spending a little bit of time just refining your own copy is huge because this is again where AI sounds like AI. A lot of the motifs that I get are like very water themed. It's like dive in, make a splash. I'm not that big of a water girly. So it doesn't feel natural to me to have that much make a splash, dive in, you're a mermaid, (laughs) whatever that is. It just doesn't feel like me. So that's not necessarily something that I'm going to have a lot in my Instagram posts. But again, it's somewhere that gets your creativity flowing. And I think almost even more importantly is it removes you a step from what you're making and kind of allows you to engage in this play space a little bit more. For example, when I am trying to generate these prompts, I'm really thinking through what I want. 
And that almost, by the end of it, I don't need whatever AI has come up with for me because I've gotten to thinking about it so much. I'm like, I want to do this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, well, then why don't I just say it this way? And so it's almost just that exploration of inputting the information into chat that then I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually what I'm trying to say. But sometimes I think like actually making the post is where I get a little bit more frazzled or I'm like, um, I actually don't know how I want to say this. There are a ton of ways that you can use AI, though. Like I mentioned, Descript has a huge AI suite. There are Swell, Otter, a ton of different AI platforms out there. I like AI for data. I like AI for ideas. I don't like to let AI do the work for me. That, to me, really takes the heart out of podcasting, which is something that I find to be so personal and so intimate. Even if you're in a funnel podcast like what I am, I still like to have that direct relationship with my audience. But I'm curious to hear how AI is working for you. Oh, I'm just sliding in to tell you about my 12-week content planner for podcasts. If you are starting to think about the holiday season and what that's going to look like for your podcast, you're not going to want to miss out on this free resource that I have created to help you holiday-proof your podcast. In general, I recommend having at least 12 weeks of content planned, if not recorded, at all times. This helps you dodge pod fade and keep your message resonating loud and clear while saving you stress and headaches and last minute panic. To download this free resource, check for the link in my show notes. All right, back to the good stuff. So today's question comes from Chantal, and she is about to launch Don't Judge a Girl by Their Size. I absolutely love this title. And so Chantal asks, how is promoting for a launch different than general promoting? And this is such a great question because there really is a different mindset. So when you are just promoting week after week, you might be repurposing your content, talking about, hey, you know, this is what I'm talking about on the podcast, cross-pollinating with the guests that you may have had on. And the idea is that the people who already are into your show are kind of being reminded, in addition to through like the explore page of Instagram, you're finding new listeners. But that's kind of hard when you don't have a show yet. So to promote for a launch... The things that I like to do are to start generating excitement, to start generating curiosity. So this can be teasing out some of your content with like audiograms. I also like to do a little countdown moment. I think that can be really fun as you're getting this excitement built up. But the real thing that I suggest for like a social media strategy is to build relationships. Most people who are just doom scrolling on Facebook or Instagram or X or whatever, they are not going to fall in love with you if they don't have that like social proof that you exist. And obviously you don't have that yet because you're launching. So I really like to spend time building up relationships. Maybe there are other podcasters in your niche that you can kindly slide into their DMs and be like, hey, I admire what you're doing. I'm so excited to hear that you covered this because I'm actually launching a podcast on the 4th and I'm going to be talking about that in an episode. I hope that you'll listen and give me some feedback. Like I said, I really respect you as a long-term podcaster, that it would mean a lot to hear what you think about my baby show. To me, relationships are the most organic way to grow. 
And this is never like that MLM hun feeling, but a genuine, hey, I care about you as a person. This is a thing that I am a person doing. Can you listen? Can you give me feedback? Can you play in this space with me? Building relationships to me is the true key to growing your show. If you have that parasocial relationship built up where people feel like they're spending time with you and you're someone that people want to spend time with, that's where growth can happen. So to put this in practice, I am an Instagram girly. Like Instagram is my social media of choice at this point, especially for business. I really like Facebook as well. TikTok is higher labor, but can have higher reward. So it's just a matter of what your bandwidth is. So what I would do is search up the hashtags or the keywords for what my show is going to be about. Find those people, follow them, start genuine conversations, generate that excitement because people are more likely to get excited for a person than they are for a show. If I've never heard you, if you don't have a huge name and a huge following already, it's going to be harder to be like, hey, I'm doing a show because people are going to be like, well, who are you? Why do I care that you're doing a show? But if you're like, hey, it's great to talk with you, you start building that rapport, you start talking about their episodes, they're going to be like, oh, wow, today is the day that Chantal's show comes out. I have to listen. And I want to share it with my listeners too. So this definitely does take a lot of work. It takes more energy than just making a post and dipping. But I really think that that's where so much more authentic listenership comes from. Another great place to do this is on Facebook. If you can get involved with groups on Facebook or pages that are more specific to your niche, what you're talking about, you could find someone who is talking about a topic that you're going to be covering and say, hey, I'm actually starting a podcast and I'm going to be covering this exact thing on my show. Can I answer a question about it for you? What do you want to know about this thing? How can I help you? generate that relationship that way by immediately giving them value. All right, so this is a shorty because as you can hear, my voice is struggling and I'm batching content today because I am about to move across the country. So I am doing as much work ahead of time, voice be damned, but that did inspire an episode that you'll hear in a couple weeks about how to protect your voice. But in the meantime, Next week, I will be back to talk about why luffs matter. And if you're going, what are luffs? Then you're definitely going to want to hear that. Make sure that you're following me on Instagram where you can see some of these practices in real life that I was talking about for Chantal and explore AI a little bit. See what works for you. See what doesn't work. I'm curious to hear more about what you're liking with AI, what platforms are working well for you, what your relationship is, if you love it, if you hate it, if you're scared of it let me know. If you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on the show, my email is rue.sonivia, S-O-N-I-V-I-A at gmail.com. Please write your question or send me a voice note and then I can answer it on the show and give you a shout out. Please follow, rate, and review on whatever podcatcher you're listening on because just like your show, mine needs those to grow. Thank you for helping me take podcasting up an octave. 